0: Welcome back. Come, have a seat. You are in the right place. I reserved the same seat for you. You know, the one that you were using before during the previous episodes. Don't be afraid, it's just us. Come on, come, take your seat. Hey, I'm Levi and this is my story with my sweet Apple M. We passed four full episodes and I was planning in the beginning that every fifth episode will be a special episode. Don't think about anything big extra thing. Not just yet. I was just planning to make this episode, let's say, as a storyteller episode. I will tell the full story in small parts. Everything what I, let's say, survived or I had to make through with this rotten apple M. This story, as you know already, is a part of my life. And I believe, unfortunately, I will remember for this rotten apple M. Until my last minute in this earth. Or if it's not for so long, but it's gonna hunt me. For many, many years from now on. Special episode or not, I will ask the same stuff as always. If you are listening for my episodes, you already know what it is. Or you might have it in your hands already. If not, no worries. You still have time to... Get a cup of tea, coffee, hot chocolate, or as I believe we all deserve a great glass of wine. So, if you are ready, just sit back, relax, and listen and enjoy. Oh, yes, enjoy my story, which was our fairy tale. Well, <laughs> at least at that time. Okay. Let's start. Let's see how everything started. Everything is started back in 2021 in November. I remember I was still living in my own country in my own city, Budapest. It's a small Eastern European capital and I had a normal life. I have uh, I had a nice work and then I had a boyfriend as well at that time and we came to visit one of my siblings to north america and i fell in love with this country uh, not basically with the country but with the people like everyone is super nice super happy helpful and i decided after a week that i want to live here at the time that boyfriend what i had that time he didn't want to leave the country so we Well, break up. I remember I had two days left. I had my ticket. I was packing to move here and start my new life. Two days before the flight, I got a phone call about a job interview for another airline back in Europe. And I was like, okay, let's try, interview, interview. I have time, why not? Let's just, you know, let's see if they would even take me. I had the interview and next day morning I got an email that they took me. And now the drama started. (laughs) I was there standing, with a ticket to North America, start everything from scratch, or go and try another airline, but already have a job. It was hard, but I made a choice and I called the airline, which I had the ticket with. And he said, because of like COVID, they can postpone my ticket and it's not gonna cost anything for me. So I postponed it till March. Perfect. So I can go try the new airline if I don't like it. And March, I have a ticket and I can go and start my new life. Couple of months later, doesn't change anything. Yeah, stupid me. Couple of months doesn't change anything. It does change. Whole life of yours. And not in the good way. Anyway, back to the story. (laughs) So yeah, I decided, and I was packing as I planned, but I was packing to go to another European country, gonna be cold, almost the same like here, or maybe even worse, I didn't know. So 19th of November, I went to the airport of Budapest. I board the plane, which one was going to my new home. It's not a secret. It's uh, the capital city is Riga, and the country was Latvia. Geographically, Latvia is a part of the Baltic States, next to the Baltic Sea on the east side. On the north of the Baltic Sea, you can find uh, Norway, Sweden, Finland. Then if you come all around east and south of the coast, Russia, Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania. So I was going to Latvia. I was boarding the plane and there was my friend. My friend that I knew from Poland, because I was based there as well with my airline, she was operating the flight. As surprisingly, well, it was a surprise for me because for me, she was a junior cabin crew because I was a supervisor. And then in this flight, she was already a senior. She was a supervisor. Obviously, I was super happy for her. And um, we decided to chat. I was sitting in row one. so. It was obvious that we cannot going to talk all the time. Like two hours flight is not enough for much, but I tell her the story. I told her the story and um, she was happy and she was based there as well. Same city like me again, but with a different airline. And after the two hours flight, we arrived to Riga International Airport. They opened the door and it was super cold already. Oh my God, I remember for that aircraft door is open and they called in, woof, <laughs> sorry I got a uh, freeze moment. So yeah, the new airline, the new airline's head office was uh, next to the airport and I had to get there because uh, they were waiting some taxi watchers, um, informations and a personalized letter with my name and the logo of the airline with an airplane. Super nice, very friendly, uh, welcoming stuff. And uh, when I was going back to the airport, there was three guys going in front of me, talking Spanish. What kind of Spanish people can be so crazy to be in North Europe, ex-Soviet Union country, in the middle of November when it's cold as hell? Obviously, they were cabin crews like me. Two of them was uh, from my training, and another one was already working there. So I was following them, and we shared a taxi to the hotel that was provided by the airline. Super nice, however, it wasn't like as I expected. You know, it's uh, not like that I'm posh or I have some privilege or anything like that, no. But after a couple of uh, years of flying and then I got used to it that you have your own room, even when you're gonna have overnight, not like when you have two weeks of training online and then you're gonna sleep in a hotel with someone else that you don't even know. So we arrived to the hotel and we went up and then the hotel, it wasn't just like room and room, no. It was like an old house and with the apartments made to be a hotel. So you went into the door and then there was three rooms. So basically it was for six people, one bathroom and the kitchen. So let's say it was an apartment, hotel. And I got to know everyone in the next two days because uh, everyone was coming on the 19th, like me. And 20th, as 21st of November was already the first day of the training. Everyone was Spanish, literally everyone. No, there was two um, two people, they were ex cabin crew for this airline, but they got uh, laid off because of the COVID. So they just uh, coming back. And that was me, a Hungarian one, so obviously um, Spanish people was talking with Spanish people because they don't have to make any effort to speak English. And I was talking with the Hungarians. Obviously, I was sitting in the mirror and looking at myself and talking to myself. No, I wasn't so crazy, no worries. No, I was talking with the Spanish guys as well. They were nice. And um, yeah, and then we started the training. Well, before that, let's go back to 19th. You know, I arrived there. Not everyone is there yet, so it was quite like relaxing in a hotel. What you do? Fresh City, have a look what is in the meat market, No fresh meat here as well. So let's see. I opened the app and what I realized straight away that guys, they don't have pictures on it. I was like, that's for me, it's no go. You have to have a picture, or you have to send me at least a picture when you start to talk with me. Otherwise out because I like to know who I'm talking with. And I think it's very, if I have a picture on my profile, you should have too. And I got to know that people, they don't have pictures because they are afraid that the neighbors or any friend of them they can recognize them. And uh, guys, they were so afraid there. But uh, some of them, they were sent some pictures and they started to text me in Russian or Latvian. Obviously, an uh, ex-Soviet Union country, so majority of the people, they still speak uh, Russian. And after I put it out that only English, obviously a nice amount of people just get out, And there was a, let's say, a hard middle who can talk to me in English. There was one guy, he texted me straight away without picture, obviously, and I asked him to send me. He was sending me a disappearing picture. Oh, you know, the one that you open once and never again. It was like very helpful. Anyway, the guy was looking nice. I thought it's a fake one because the picture was very good. And he started to talk with me. It was very funny, actually, so I was like, okay, let's talk, I have nothing to lose. I'm gonna look out of the window, or I'm gonna talk with someone at least. And I got to know that the guy was cabin crew as well before, and it was like good jokes of the yoke and this kind of stuff, and you know, it was night, so we went to sleep. And for the next day, I already thought that he's not even gonna text me just like one guy, he wanted to show me off because he was a cabin crew and then he speaks English. And he's not even the one from the pictures, but he texted me again. I was like, okay, let's go, let's see. And we were talking during the day, and then I just like forgot about it, because I was, uh, started to know the guys around um, the hotel, the new ones. And in the evening, this person texted me, uh, like how I am, and I was like, okay, continue. Just before bed, because you know, next day training, first day, online, online, but I still had to sit in, the computer, in front of the computer. And um, yeah, quick chat and good night. Next day morning, I got a message from him. I was like, Ooh, I got something, <laughs> and I started the training. Oh my god, this training it was like very funny. Literally, I was laughing on the in the video. You know, it's like like Zoom or I don't Teams. I don't remember which one was it. And uh, everyone had a little window, and then you had to show that you are present. And the instructor was speaking such an English one, even worse than mine. I know I'm not perfect. No worries. I got to know even from this apple. But uh, that one, I literally couldn't uh, decide. I couldn't decide that she was drunk, she was high or that's her English. Like I was laughing and then guys, they took a picture on the screen that I'm holding my hand, my head. Like literally I hide it because I was laughing so much. I even have a voice recorder of that, <laughs> really. And um, after the training, you know, dinner and then get ready again, study a bit. And then he texted me like, he was at his sister, he's coming back to the city and my hotel is going to be on the way. Do you, I want to meet? And I was like, okay. Well, I was at dinner and I was like, I don't know why he even said okay in the middle of the night. So he came by car. I was nervous and I was curious. Who the hell is that person? Is he really the one? from the picture or gonna be some guy and my night is already over. And I went there and I saw this person. And I just like, as I said before, wow. You cannot imagine what I was thinking. Literally the guy from the picture or even better looking. I was like, is he real? Is he really on date with me or what? I remember so much for that day, that called November evening. That I even know what he was wearing. He was wearing a um, black jogger and a black, blackest sweater. And his uh, gray winter shoes. I think all of them I have it here still. Because he didn't take with himself. Hura, Another memory, you know? Good that we were the same size, so at least I can wear them if I want to, but that's the last thing I want to remember for him. So I sat in the car. Let's see where we're going. And he took me everywhere in the city. He was a proud guy, so he wanted to show me what is nice in that small city. Then we stopped for a coffee, and then he suggested to go and eat something, but everything was closed, so he had to take me to his place, and he wanted to cook something. I was like, okay, maybe it's too much for the first date, but I enjoyed, and I didn't want to go home yet, so okay, let's go. So we went to his place. Well, he said to me, like, he moved not long ago, long time ago, a couple of weeks ago to that place. The place was, I wouldn't say it was small. For one or two persons was enough. Like, you get in and then there is a wardrobe on the left, on the right side there is a washroom. You go uh, straight and then there is an open living room with a kitchenette because he had only a stove and uh, the cupboard. And that's it, not even an oven. He had to buy an oven later on for himself, separately. And then upstairs he had a gallery. But upstairs there was nothing, just like wardrobe. And sometimes he went up for stretching. I would make different style, but it was okay, nice apartment. So he started to cook. And I got hungry again, so we had dinner. We were speaking a lot, and we were laughing a lot. And then he started to show me his uh, favorite band, And we were dancing, I remember, my God, we were dancing. Me, I never did this. Like, I never danced with another guy, not even at home. But with him, I did. And we enjoyed everything so much. It was everything, like, you know, you didn't uh, feel any boundaries, any limit. Like, you didn't even feel stupid when you were doing things like that. So this first date wasn't like grandiose like money-wise, we didn't go to the castle, we didn't have helicopter tour, whatever, but it was so generous with emotion that I was was amazed. I didn't want to spend the night there, but life changed the plan. Someone started to knock on the door and then this apple went and checked his phone. He got some messages and some phone calls and then we had to go to upstairs. And he told me that if we're gonna be quiet and that person is gonna go away, He's gonna give up after some time. <laughs> so we went up and then we were laughing from this person. He was just banging the door and uh, was still calling my Apple M. And I asked him, should I go? Like I open the door, I go out and that's it. He was like, no, he's dangerous. He's gonna hit you, but he's gonna go away. Okay. So we were sitting in the gallery laughing and this guy was there. He was so desperate to get in, and I asked him, like, who is this person? Do you know? He was like, of course I know. So my sweet Apple M told me who was this person. You know who it was? It was his. The answer is coming from the next special episode, because now the end of this one is approaching. Sorry, guys. are approaching the end of this episode. Thank you so much for your time that you dedicated for me, and I hope you didn't regret it. Who was desperate to come in, and who was that person we were laughing about so much? You will get to know from the next special episode. Until that, only four episodes left. It will come fast, no worries. If you like the episode, just send a like for it. If you have any suggestions, or questions, you can leave them here in comments, or send me on email to appledenarts at yahoo.com. You can subscribe also, and you will get notifications when a new episode will be available. Until the next episode, please take care and don't forget, no matter how bad or hard is your situation, you are not alone. Itt a AMLA.